right, I want to personally welcome you out today to a brand new episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, if this is your first time downloading the podcast, not sure what rock you've been under for the last 10 years, but my name is Chris Hollifield. I'm the host of the podcast. Welcome to it. Head on over to I Am Salt Lake. Like I said, this podcast has been around for 10 years, so there are over 500 episodes there. I'm sure there's one or two episodes with uh, somebody that you're like, oh my gosh, I got to listen to that episode. I got to listen to that uh, that podcast interview and uh, check it out. Hey, today on the podcast, this is a really fun conversation that I had with Chris Brown. He is the owner of Dolly Donuts Bar and Grill here in Salt Lake City. And oh my gosh, you guys. This is a fun story, such a fun restaurant, Uh, donuts, burgers, breakfast, beer, liquor. I don't think you could really ask for anything better than that, you guys. And we're going to get into that story here in just a minute. Hey, before we do that, I want to mention I'm a real estate agent here in the Salt Lake City area. If you're thinking of moving here, if you're thinking of moving across town, uh, maybe you want to downsize a little bit, Uh, the home you're in is a little too big and you want to get something a little smaller. Give me a call. Shoot me a text. My cell phone number is 801-244-2908. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to uh, help you with your options. Uh, If you know someone who's looking to move to town, feel free to give them my name and number as well because, you know, referrals are the lifeblood of my business. And uh, yeah, like I said, my cell phone number 801-244-2908. And even if you just want to text me, say hello, let me know you're a listener, let me know you're out there, shoot me a text. That's cool too, you guys. Hey, like I said, Chris Brown from Dolly Donuts Bar and Grill is on this episode, so let's get into that conversation. Here we go. All right, I want to start right with you, Chris. I want to find out how long has Dolly Donuts Bar and Grill been around? The the timeline there. Yeah, we opened for business on St. Patrick's Day, so back in mid-March, and so it's been about seven months now. St. Patrick's Day, was there any, I mean, being a bar and grill, was that kind of, uh, you were like, we got to be open on St. Patrick's Day, the the biggest drinking day of the year, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, we did push for it. Um, We had a lot of challenges getting the restaurant remodeled and and open. Um, Just, you know, we were coming out of COVID when we started and supply chain issues and uh, contractors. And then we had a problem with Quest, like our gas account and everything. So it took way longer to open than we expected. We, we thought we'd be open in the fall and then we didn't open until the spring. So yeah, so it's been a, it's been a fun journey, but now we're up and running and uh, things are going great. And for the sake of the podcast and for listeners of the show, I mean, you're the owner, you, you, you're there for the day-to-day operations. You, you kind of run the show over there, correct? I do. And, uh, I mean, is this the first, how can, how can I say this? I mean, have you done other like entrepreneur type endeavors? Have you ran restaurants? Have you, I mean, or is this kind of like the first time you're trying it and you're just like, Hey, I'm going to go into this guns, a guns a blazing, I guess, you know, like just <laughs> full hundred percent into it. I mean, is that kind of the story with that? Well, I've been an entrepreneur most of my professional career. Um, you know, I went to college, got a master's degree, worked for a consulting engineering company, but then I left that industry and worked in real estate. Um, and so I do a couple of different things. Uh, we have a property management company. We have uh, some development projects up near the airport on North Temple. And um, I actually run a little private investment fund as well. So this, uh, 
So I'm not new to being a business owner and an entrepreneur, but this is my first restaurant. We were managing the building for the owners and um, the tenant that we found was looking for some partners. Um, and so we came in with him and uh, was able to put my own spin on things. Uh, I'm from Canada originally, and so we we drink beer with everything up there. <laughs> and so uh, the, the donut and a beer concept kind of evolved out of that. And we were able to get a full liquor license um, with the state, which was one of the sort of happy consequences of the delayed opening was we were able to to shift gears and we got a beer license and then we did reapply for a full liquor license. So, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, we're having a lot of fun with the, the donuts and beer concept. But again, we are a full bar and grill, a full restaurant, uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, just kind of diner style and uh we have lots of excellent meals uh, and foods available. And we have, uh, of course, the donuts and the pastries and a, an excellent bakery. So, t- so talk about this, because this is, this is fascinating. Like when I first found out about you, I was like, oh, it's, it's a donut shop. That's cool, right? You know, okay, another donut shop. Well, actually, Utah doesn't have that many donut shops, if you ask my opinion. Enough donut shops. Right. Uh, and then I started looking into it. I'm like, well, this is, this is more than just a donut shop. Like you said, it's a bar and grill. Like, well, I mean, talk about, uh, talk about the, the menu and the setup. So you, you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Are you open all day long or, or how is that, uh, how's that working? Well, so we open at six o'clock every morning and our donuts are made fresh every day. Okay. Um, the exception is on Sundays. We, we open at eight o'clock on Sundays so everyone can sleep in and enjoy themselves a little bit. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, we're staying up until five on, on Sundays so that we, you know, we've been having football on in the afternoon and, and, uh, as the word gets out that we're, we're a fun place to come hang out. People are coming in later and later. Uh, Mondays we do close early just to give our staff a bit of a break and one night off. And then the rest of the week we're open till usually about nine. Um, and, uh, we've got some fun new events coming. We, we're going to have bingo starting the first Wednesday in November. So we'll be staying open a little bit later on Wednesdays to accommodate that. And we're having live music on Tuesdays now. So that's been a lot of fun. And we've got a bunch of other events coming along. So we're we're not your t- we're not your typical place. You know what I mean? We're we're uh, we're trying to be like a fun neighborhood, family friendly restaurant, but we do have the full beer, wine, cocktails, and everything. So we've had a lot of young families coming in that they can bring their kids, and the kids can have a donut and and hang out while mom and dad have an espresso or a cocktail or a beer or something like that. And really, there's there's nowhere else nearby in South Salt Lake where you know you can come and get a really good affordable meal have a drink, watch some football, listen to some cool music. And, uh, you know, so we're just really wanting to be that neighborhood hangout. And uh, it's a great place to stop by in the morning, grab some donuts, take them into work, bring them home to the family, um, but then come back at happy hour and and, and have some fun. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of have uh, two modes. We have daytime dolly where we're just kind of a regular family restaurant. And then we have, we have nighttime dolly where we let our hair down and, kick up our heels and have some cocktails and, and have some fun. That is so cool. I actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought up, you know, the live music, uh, as well as the bingo. Uh, I mean, is it like local bands you're bringing in or is it just more of acoustic bands? Or, I mean, if, if, if a band is listening, can they reach out to you to possibly play there? I mean, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all the above, just like with our, our sort of philosophy for the restaurant, we're always wanting to support other local 
um, sure Lo- local stuff and, yeah. Bands. And, yeah of course right and so we had a big rock concert out in our parking lot uh about a month ago there's a local band called uh black smoke gypsy okay and uh they were awesome they sounded so good they have this amazing female lead singer and they just did a bunch of like classic rock hits and and covers and things like that but it was pretty loud. We had some fun. Then we could see the neighbors out dancing on their back porch, <laughs> getting a free show, you know, and, and, um, but now the weather's turning a little cooler. We're going to focus more on indoor, uh, bands and, you know, more acoustic and jazz and things like that. And so, um, yeah, absolutely. If anyone's out there listening and even if you're like just new at, at gigging and playing and performing, uh, we're a great place to come hang out. You know, we, we won't charge you and you can just play for free, bring your friends and, and get some experience. Or if you are more experienced and you've got a following, um, then come talk to us and, and we'll have a, we'll put on a show. So always open to things like that. But like I said, uh, our goal is to be a big part of this community. You know, we've been working with some of the local charities and nonprofits. We've done a bunch of events with South Salt Lake Animal Shelter. We did a pet adoption over the summer, and we just uh, were involved in their fundraiser yesterday. We donated some donuts and, and some prizes for their silent auction. And, um, you know, we want to give back to the community. We we try and focus on local craft beer, and so we're, we're having fun with all the local breweries in the area. We did a tap takeover with Salt Flats Brewery uh, last weekend and uh, had a lot of fun there. And out of that, we're, we're kind of developing a, a local brewer of the month uh, sort of feature. And so if for November, it's going to be Keto's Brewing. So we're going to start with another tap takeover with them. And then we'll just be having a lot of their beers in uh, throughout the month of November. One cool thing that we're doing is we're, we're pairing our beer and, and our donuts with beer. And so a lot of people go, why, why would you pair a, a beer with a donut? But a lot of the really high-end craft beers that are like the cream ales and some of the sours and things like that, they go so nicely with a, with a really high quality donut. You know, we have these great, great cake donuts, like chocolate cake, birthday cake, uh, coffee cake and um, things like that. And, and, and the right beer, it goes really well together. So we're really trying to encourage people to, to come in and try it. It might sound different, but once you, once you do it, it it's really a nice combo. So um, and of course, you know, other types of beers like IPAs go really well with our burgers and our chicken sandwiches and things like that. And, uh, ch- chicken wings, you know, all the typical stuff, but so yeah, we're just going to really, really kind of have some fun with that and, and introduce people to some new beers or to some new experiences they might not have uh, thought of otherwise and see how people like it. Now I'm going to put you on the spot here, Chris. Do you have a favorite menu item? Like if, if, if I was to say, oh man, I don't know what to get here on the menu. What should I get, Chris? What would you tell me to get? So for not breakfast, so we have breakfast and not breakfast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my favorite item, and I just had one a minute ago, is uh, our Dolly Burger. Okay. It's tell, a smash tell me about burger. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a smash burger. It's a thinner patty, but you can get a single, double, or triple patty. And that was developed uh, for us by a friend of ours who's a, a chef. And that's kind of our signature burger. Um, it's really good. And it's made fresh. We use all our beef comes from Wasatch Meats. Nice. Um, yeah. So a little bit of a step up than a lot of other fast food places and everything. We also have a bison burger from them. And our Juicy Lucy burgers are unique. Um, if you're not familiar with those, it's a, it's a seven-ounce patty. And it's got a big blob of yummy cheese inside the patty. So as it cooks, that blob of cheese melts. 
And so when you cut into it or, or take a bite out of it, you're getting a, a, a really yummy blob of gooey cheese in the center along with this really big oh, patty. So it's, that's really popular, really tasty. Yeah. It's a bit of a workout. So if you're not starving or you're not, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not for the faint of heart, right? But <laughs> it's, uh, it's been really good. I like the name though, because my I got a daughter named Lucy. So, <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, breakfast. Um, we, we just kind of rolled out a new brunch menu for for weekend brunch. So we're offering things like huevos rancheros, and eggs benedict, and a salmon benedict, um, things like that. But during the week, we have our omelets and our breakfast sandwiches, which are quite popular. My favorite is just like the the bacon, egg, and cheese on an English muffin, and with with some tater tots and. Um, our tots and fries can always be seasoned. We have like rosemary, uh, Parmesan or Cajun spice, um, that goes really well with them. So yeah. And you know what, like we have these breakfast combos It's like six bucks. You get the breakfast sandwich and a coffee or our lunch combos, 12 bucks for burger fries and a, and a, and a medium drink. And honestly, like that's a buck or two cheaper than a lot of the, uh, fast food chains around us. You know what I mean? And and yet it's not fast food. It's, it's high quality. It's made fresh. It's never frozen. It's not been sitting under a heat lamp. And so we, we're, you know, we're trying to have really good value as we kind of go through some changes in the economy here and, uh, people's budgets are getting a little strapped with inflation and everything. So I just invite everyone to come down check us out and, and see that we're good value and, and great food. So yeah, you're making me hungry listening to all this this <laughs> stuff on the menu. I mean, uh, especially that bison burger. I mean, there's something about a bison burger that's just so delicious, so delicious. But uh, now, how are you, how do you get the word out? Like, I, I get I get business owners that or or people that you know say even want to start a business here locally or or wherever. Mm-hmm. I mean, how is it how is it getting the word out? I mean. Are, do you use social media? Are you using average? Like, like, like how, how has it been getting the, the word out for you? Yeah, well, it's always a challenge, especially with a new restaurant mm-hmm. and, and a bit of a different concept. You know, we have a really fun sign out front that uh, draws a lot of attention. People driving by on State Street. Yeah, you're right there on, I mean, you're in a great location. Yeah, we're 3245 South State Street, just north of the Century 16 mm-hmm. movie theater. Yeah. So it's a great spot to come for a meal uh, before or after a movie. And, uh, you know, uh, have a beer and enjoy your evening and make it a full night out. But to answer your question, um, yeah, we, we've been, we've been doing a fair bit on social media. We have a a great social media manager who works with uh, small local independent restaurants and really promotes that kind of restaurant community here in town. Uh Um, we've also been advertising on a couple different radio stations. Uh, we're on, we're on K bear 101 local rock station. And we've been on uh, Bob FM recently. We're doing a big month-long promotion with them, culminating in our Halloween party uh, on the 29th. And uh, that's going to involve a pumpkin drop in our parking lot. We're going to chuck a big pumpkin off of like a 50-foot scissor lift. (laughs) He said it's awesome. There'll be little squares and targets below it. And so whichever (laughs) one the the pumpkin hits, the, the person who has that square will will win a mountain bike and there'll be a bunch of other prizes. And, um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, people are, people are getting, getting to hear about us. And a lot of people come in and say, Oh, I heard about you on Bob FM or I heard about you on K bear and we wanted to come and try your donuts and, and wow, you have beer and burgers too, and cocktails. And so we're going to come back and hang out on, on Sunday brunch, you know? And so it's been a lot of fun. Um, we're also doing some, uh, 
you know, things like having live music. And, and so the, the bands that have, have their people that come in and get to try us out mm-hmm. and hopefully have a great experience and go tell their friends. And so, yeah, it's a combination of, of all those things, just uh, traditional advertising, social media, word of mouth. And, um, you know, yeah. people are I gotcha. Yeah. What do you know now that you wished you would have known when you started this whole project? Great question. Um, so much. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've learned so much in seven months. It's crazy. One one unfortunate thing that I've learned is just, um, you know, working in the restaurant industry is a, a bit of a challenge um, with staffing. And um, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's it's I get it. Like people, like things change. People come and go and everything. And and uh, but w- one thing that's that's weird. And and if there's any younger users out there listening don't be offended, but like the younger generation, like people, people apply for a job, they schedule an interview and then they don't show up and then they don't return your calls or texts to, to reschedule. Like they just completely ghost you. And I, I guess that's a thing with social media and dating apps and, and things like that. But as a, as, as kind of a Gen Xer, it's, it's just kind of weird. Like, why wouldn't you just say, Oh, I, I took another job or I, I, you know, uh, I decided I didn't want to come in for the interview and, and good luck. You know what I mean? And other than just like radio silence, you know what I mean? So, so that's been interesting just uh, dealing with that, but you know, we have some great staff here now and excellent servers and our cooks are fantastic. Our bakers are outstanding, really dedicated and committed to making great food and providing a great experience for our customers. Something else that I've learned uh, is just, how long it takes to uh, to make any kind of a change, you know, like just to bring out a couple new menu items, you know, we have to develop the recipe, we we test it, we tweak it, everybody has to taste it, the servers need to know what what's in it, we need to get it on the menu, get it on our website, get it on our digital menu boards, get some social media out there to talk about it, you know. So it's not like oh, let's just let's just let's just serve pancakes, you know. <laughs> it's it's not that simple. Where um, it, it sounds simple, but it's it's there's so many little things that need to go into it just, just to literally like add pancakes to the menu. Right. So now where would you like to see Dolly's donuts, uh, in, in the next five years? Like where do you have like a five-year goal? I mean, do you, do you ever plan on opening up more of these or are you just kind of like, Hey, let's just hang tight for a little while and see where this one goes. Yeah. Well, we, we are the first, um, uh-huh. there's a good chance we won't be the last, um, you know, restaurants always take time to kind of stabilize and break even and, and develop your your following and that kind of thing. But we get a lot of customers coming in asking if we're a chain, you know, and, and it, it kind of looks like we are and it's that kind of style. And I would love nothing more than to open up a few other locations around Utah. You know, there's there's a spot in Sugar House uh, that would be perfect. Um, you know, there's other places around. We're, we're a little unique in that, you know, we do have um, a drive-through, we have a to-go counter, and then we have a full dine-in sit-down lobby. And so we have, you know, and we have a bakery and a kitchen and, and a bar and, you know what I mean? So there's a lot going on. And so we're not going to be like beans and brews where we can just tuck in onto every corner and, and you know, that kind of thing, right? So we're, it, it is a, a specific location that works for us. You know, we're not going to go in a strip mall or a or, or something like that, you know, but I don't know. I, uh, things are, things are taking off and catching on. And, and again, just, I think people are appreciating a, a local place that offers good value and, and good quality. 
uh, I think that's resonating with a lot of people right now. They they see our involvement in the community and working with other local businesses, and they want to be a part of that as opposed to supporting just a, a big chain or something like that. Yeah, in five years, I would love to own a bunch more restaurants and uh, and see what happens. Now, earlier you mentioned you're from Canada. What what brought you to Utah? I mean, what or how long <laughs> have you even been in Utah? Well, I fell in love with a woman, a young lady out in Wisconsin about 22 years ago. Okay. Um, I'm from Toronto in Canada. She's from Chicago. We were both working at summer camps for kids uh, in northern Wisconsin. And I was literally at the boys camp north of town. She was at the girls camp south of town. And we met at a, at a bar called Otto's, a uh, German, uh, German uh, you know, restaurant, <laughs> beer garden. That's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And um, we fell madly in love. And, uh, you know, I, I had finished school and she was just finishing up her undergrad and wanted to come out to Utah to go to the graduate school at the U. And so, you know, we thought we'd come out here for a couple of years, watching your master's degree, and we would ski and just, you know, be young kids and do that kind of thing. But along the way, we got married and bought a house and had three kids. And she ended up doing her PhD at the U as well. And, you know, I started my real estate businesses and everything. And we just fell in love with Utah. I never imagined that uh, it would be my home. We've been here over 20 years now and I love it. I love being able to pop up and ski at Park City and Alta and be there in less than an hour. I love going down South to Moab and Canyonlands and hiking in the desert. Um, I love being able to bomb up to the Uintas and being at my favorite campground at 10,000 feet in like an hour and a half from the city. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and, uh, you know, this is why Utah is is booming, is that we have so many great things going on here. Uh, we, you know, we really do. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm not LDS and I'm not a part of that culture. But uh, if, for me, um, watching Utah's uh, like beer culture develop with all these great new breweries we have and, and downtown is booming and all these great restaurants down there. And all the cultural stuff, like, you know, going to a show at a Bravino Hall is, is really great, and, you know, and, and having the jazz and, and, you know, sports teams in town. It's just such a fun place to, to be, you know, and yet it's still a relatively clean, safe city. And, you know, we've raised three kids here and um, made lots of lifelong friends. And I, I love it. You know, we we're always going to be Utahns <laughs> of, of sorts, you know, and. Uh, I do miss Canada sometimes, you know, and uh, the politics here get a little interesting, but, um, you know, it's a great place to to call home. That kind of leads into, uh, we have some standard Salt Lake City related questions I ask really everybody that comes through here. Uh, so I kind of want to ask you, of course, we have family and friends that visit us, right? Maybe they come down from Canada or Wisconsin or wherever and visit you. And they, they're, they're like, take me to a few of your favorite places, favorite spots, you know, whether that's, and when I talk spots, maybe, you know, the Capitol or, you know, even the downtown library is kind of cool or, you know, Antelope Island, the Great Salt Lake, whatever. Do you have one or two favorite places that you like to take people and, sh- and kind of show off and say, hey, this is some of my favorite things about the city or about the valley or the area even, even Park City? I don't know. Yeah, you know, I we've had lots of friends and family come through and, you know, if they're skiers, of course we, we go do that. You know, everybody wants to hit Alta or park city and, and some of the other resorts, you know, my parents are older and, and not skiers, but when they started coming to visit, we took them downtown and they wanted to see the temple and the tabernacle and, and things like that. And, uh, 
so many great restaurants. You know, I, I actually live in Sugar House, and so there's like Ninth and Ninth and Fifteenth and Fifteenth area, and so we have our favorite hangouts over there. People like to get a beer. I take them to Sugar House Pub, you know, and we'll hang out there. And uh, yeah, you know, Park City is always super fun. Uh, I love going up there in the summertime because when it's like a hundred and whatever here in July, and my Canadian blood is boiling, <laughs> I like to go up into into the mountains or up to Park City and and cool down a little bit, you know. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's pretty fun. If you could change one or two things about about the valley, about the area, about Utah, what what would you change? And I know that's a that's a big question. And whenever I ask people, I'm like, you know, just answer it however you want to interpret that, whether it's something that's totally feasible or not feasible. You know? Yeah. Uh, two things come to mind. Uh, one is. You know, I hate sitting at red lights, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, you know, uh, it just seems our traffic here is, is meant to flow north south. But if you try and go east west, like my kids swim out a pool out at like 1300 south and, and like a thousand west, whatever. And, and it takes so long to get there, you know? And because the, the lights, like you, no matter whether you go too fast or too slow, you're, you're going to hit a red light and you're going to sit there for a minute. And then you go two blocks and then you sit there again. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking like major roads, like 900 South and 2100, 2100 South. And, mm-hmm. and it just seems like there ought to be a way to program the, the lights and improve the flow of traffic, you know? And, and when you look at the air quality issues we have and so many cars, like you'll, you'll see it. You go driving around, you're sitting there at the red, there's five cars behind you. There's five cars at the red light on your opposing traffic. And there's not a single car going across the, 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 you know, through the intersection going, going the opposite direction. And so all those cars are sitting there idling for what? Like, it's not like there's a steady stream of traffic going, going the other way, you know? And it drives me nuts. <laughs> so that's something I would, uh, I would sure love to see improved. And uh, again, you know, we got to do everything we can to, to have the cleanest air possible here. And I think that would go a long way just to improve the flow of traffic, prevent cars from idling so much and, and um, you know, just, and not waste people's time either, you know, like, so anyways, the other thing that comes to mind is, um, you know, as a restaurant owner and as a restaurant that serves alcohol, uh, there's still a lot of room for improvement on the, on the alcohol laws here in, in Utah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I moved here 20 years ago. It was right before the Olympics and, and that was like the, the beginning of the, the change. You know what I mean? Like we still had, you know, uh, the memberships and, and things like that back then. And, uh, you know, there've been a lot of great changes, right. Uh, in the 20 years I've been here, but the fact that I can't, serve a customer a cocktail at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. I have to wait till 1130. Um, And the fact that, you know, going through the whole bar versus restaurant license, you know, um, and the whole Iron Curtain thing, which which has kind of gone away. But but, you know, like, so we're, we're moving in the right direction. But I don't know. We got to trust finally, finally, right. 2022. You know, it's like, come on, let's catch up with the rest of the United States. Right. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I'm fine with the drinking age of 21. You know, I got young kids. I want them to grow their brains and, and develop it and all that. And, but, um, uh, you know, just uh, so many other bar and restaurant owners complain about it and, it. and it does hurt business, you know, especially when you get people from out of town 
and they come in and they're like, Oh, I'm from Minnesota. And we, you know, and I'm like, well, welcome to Utah. Right? <laughs> you know? And, and, uh, so I don't know, just, just kind of easing up on that and, and, and trusting people to make decisions for themselves and their families and, and trusting that restaurant owners want to serve alcohol responsibly and, you know, let people have a good time, but not get carried away and not go driving around after four beers, you know, and things like that. So Anyhow, so those are the two things I would, I would change if I was mayor for a day. <laughs> no, those are, those are good, good requests, man. Very good requests. This next question we ask everybody, uh, is, you know, one or two favorite local eating spots. Now I, now I realize, you know, you love your restaurant and everything, but I'm sure you have one or two other places you enjoy going to, or that you, or is that, is that a tough question? Kind of puts you on the spot, I guess. No, that's fine. Um, and, uh, you know, I, part of the reason I wanted to get involved with my own restaurant is that I'd love to eat out and I love to be, you know, I love having a great server and an engaging fun vibe at a place, you know? And so to answer your question, uh, downtown, my, my favorite place is whiskey street, you know? Okay. That's, yeah. That's uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. My wife is the bourbon drinker in our family and, uh, you know, we don't get downtown too much these days, but when, when friends are in town or they want to, we want to go out for a bit. Uh, that's always uh, a popular spot. I, I took a friend there. We went to the Metallica concert in town when they were here a couple of years ago before COVID, I guess it was now, but we went there and we had a great meal and then we walked over to the, to the e-center and rocked out to the show. So um, that's always a fun place. And then my other favorite hangout, which is no longer there was the porcupine up, up by oh, the yeah. university. I live pretty close to that and I loved going there. I would go there like multiple times a week because I was nachos working. Nachos were off the hook, man. They're, those nachos there. Yeah. Well, and their staff were great. They always had all these fun college kids and, and, um, you know, so I was a total regular there and then COVID came along and then the owners changed it. And, um, I don't know, it's just not the same. And so, and I, I love the one at the mouth of Cottonwood and, you know, I love going there after hockey sometimes and, uh, having a beer with my friends and, and, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Those are two of my favorite haunts around town. Very cool. As, uh, as we kind of wrap this episode up, first of all, thank you. Very grateful for your time today. Thank you so much for uh, chatting and kind of sharing your story with my listeners and, you know, kind of spotlighting you a little bit, because I mean, at the end of the day, we got to support you guys. We got to support all the local businesses. We want to keep you around, right? Because that's what makes, you know, this, the places that we live unique. You know, you can't go to other cities and find uh, Dolly Donuts, you know? And so, um, you know, I want to tell my listeners, hey, come and support these guys and, and, and check them out. Now, how, let's give the address and all the, you know, how people can connect with you online, all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so once again, 3245 South State Street, uh -huh. just north of the Century 16 movie theater. Uh, follow us on social media at Dolly Donuts UT. We're on Instagram and Facebook and our website is dollydonutsut.com. We appreciate, I appreciate what you said. You know, we, we'd love to support other local businesses. You know, we're, we're trying to have all local craft beer here. We have, uh, we have spirits from Salt Flats Distillery and my buddy Chad who owns Simplicity Cocktails and, dis and distil distilling. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so again, it's really important for me to be uh, a fun, family-friendly local place, you know, and, and, uh, we get to do things that other big corporate chains can't, you know, we can change our menu, we can have a concert, we can play bingo, we can put the football game on, you know what I mean? And, and that makes it really fun for me as an owner and, and just do different things. Um, 
and, and for all your listeners and our customers, if you want to see something happen there, just track me down and let me know, you know, if you want to, you know, do this or you want to come in and put a movie on or a game on that, you know, we'll do it. And, uh, yeah, again, we just want to be a, a, that, that place in the neighborhood to come hang out and have some fun and some good value and some drinks and bring some friends and, and, uh, have a good time. Well, thank you so much. It's been, it's been, uh, it's been a true pleasure chatting with you. Like I said, is there anything, why the record button's still going, why we're still going? Is there anything, uh, you want to add to the podcast or, I mean, we'll just have to, I tell everybody we can, you know, let's catch up a year down the road or so and see how things are going. I don't know. Yeah. Well, just, you know, come for the, come for the donuts and stay for the beer. All right. Many thanks again to Chris Brown for joining me on this episode of the podcast. I'm going to put the links for Dolly Donuts Bar and Grill on the website at IamSaltLake.com. Go check it out. Go connect with them. Shoot them a message. Say, hey, I heard you on I Am Salt Lake podcast and your place sounds awesome. Hey, if you're not part of the I Am Salt Lake community yet, please take a minute and join us. We're on Facebook, you know, your favorite social media platform. Search for I Am Salt Lake community. Next time you're on Facebook, and uh, join the community. Let us know what you love about Salt Lake City. Share some of your favorite events. Talk about some of your favorite businesses. Let's talk about some of your favorite episodes of I Am Salt Lake. Uh, and let's start a conversation. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, I'm here every week with a brand new episode. So make sure to subscribe in whatever podcast app you're in. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, guys.